You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, does this mean that we're... I, I hate to say this, but does this mean that we're jumping the shark? It's kind of the definition. I don't I know. Mean, is this, is this it's like it's seven go? years, and then like, that's when hey, it just plateaued. Yeah, and then it just kind of kind of goes off the rails. Uh huh. Oh, this is kind of a risky move. I mean, I think it's a good move. I am totally worth. I'm, I'm totally okay with taking the risk. I'm pretty excited about it. It's one month from today, Greg. It is one month from one today. month. From what today. month from today? Some people are going to be having the worst flight of their life being on the same Fun, plane as us. Fun Employment Radio jumps the shark. <laughs> All right. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Uh, we've got a ton of stuff to get to today. I do want to say a huge thank you to everyone who goes to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicks on the Amazon link. Oh, yes. Because that is the best the only way to really shop online and and do the best job you can possibly do in this uh, season that we're in, um, which could be any season that we're in, but whatever the season you're in right now when you're listening to this, the best way to shop for this season is to go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link. It's so true because you know what? Even though it isn't technically it is bathing suit season here in Portland, Oregon, uh, Oregon, I am going to need to be f- purchasing a new bathing suit for when we jump the shark in a month. And uh, I have decided to go to FunEmploymentRadio.com, click on the Amazon link, and fulfill all of my shopping needs. All of them. Through there. All well, and we'll never know what you buy. So if you want to buy some things, like we don't see a list. Stop it's just if you go to our website and you click on the Amazon we link. We don't know. And Greg, every time no, you we say don't that, know. it makes it sound like we do. No, we don't know what you buy. It's just, it helps us out because it doesn't cost you anything extra. It's just when you make that extra stop to funemploymentradio.com first and then click on the Amazon link. Like we, Amazon gives us a little bit of a cut. And so it doesn't cost you any money. And we have no idea what you buy. So Sarah could be buying anything on there. And it's we true. wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. And we wouldn't know at all what she's buying. So that's the that's why I'm saying the best way to shop is to go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link. Coming up today on on uh, this show, we're going to be joined in just a little bit by Mr. Todd Armstrong. Oh, I love Todd. Todd uh, Todd was just on Vice on Vice TV. No way. Yeah, Todd was just on Vice TV. So I'm sure we'll talk to him about that. And he's got a couple of shows that are coming up uh, here soon. Permanent comedies coming back. Ton of things. So Todd will be joining us here in just a little bit. But before we do that. I guess we have kind of an announcement to make. We kind of uh, do. So last year, you may recall that Fun Employment Radio went on the road. We went to Alaska. Alaska. We went north. We went to, to the great, great north. We sure did. To Alaska and recorded a couple of shows up there in Anchorage and kind of around Alaska. And we are taking the show back out on the road. And this is why I'm wondering if we're jumping the chart, because this time, Fun Employment Radio... That's true, because we only go out of the lower 48, pretty much. Uh, well, yeah, I guess now <laughs> that I think about it. Yeah. Fun Employment Radio <laughs> goes tropical. We are going to take the show to Hawaii. We're going to Hawaii the in a fucking month. is going to Hawaii on December 7th. Now, it's not just the show that's happening over there, but we are going to be recording our shows from Hawaii starting on December 7th. And well, maybe. Uh, well, yeah, we'll probably do one that day. It depends on when we get in. But we'll definitely have some shows going up um, from from Kauai, Hawaii. I don't even know if I'm saying that. I think right. it's Kauai. Kauai. I don't know. See, Isn't I've never it? been to Hawaii. This is. I don't know how to pronounce out. it. You've been there. You're gonna. I've have only to... been to Oahu, and that was when you could still like feed the like the fish peas and stuff, which I think has been outlawed for like 15 years. So I have no idea. Well, you're more of an expert on it than I am. I so suppose we'll have, to, we'll have so. to get down to that. But that's that's all coming there up. There are lots of prostitutes. The, there are. 
there were in Oahu when I was there. Oh, yeah, we would play a game. We'd be looking at all the scantily dressed ladies. And it would be like, all right, lady for a night out on the town or a lady, uh, or a lady of the evening. Oh, you say it, Kauai. Okay. Kauai. So I've been saying it wrong. All right, so, it's, so we're going to Kauai, Hawaii. Okay, there we go. That's, that's how I'll say it. Then. Mm-hmm. See, now I've just learned something. Thank you very much, Courtney, on the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. Oh, and our friend Nipples in the chat said, I was just in Kauai. I can give you tips and stuff to do. Okay, that's wonderful. So we've got to, let's uh, kind of line up what's happening, and then we'll, we'll go through, because we've got a lot of things that we're going to be doing with this over the next month, and we're going to need your help in, in figuring out what to do. So uh, for one, it's uh, our friend's wedding. Is going to be over there. So mm-hmm. there's a group of us that will be heading over. And so this is kind of part of it. And we figured, you know, this is the perfect opportunity to to do some shows. Well, and in record. reference to the plane that I had said earlier, there's going to be quite a few of us on the same airplane together. Yeah. Which will probably be flying at this time in a month right now. Yeah, probably. We'll be wow. in the air. It's really narrowed down. Oh, God. So, Ugh, so, so we'll be heading over there and we're going to be recording some shows. We're also going to be filming some video. While we're out, while we're out there, and um, while we are out there, there we go. I can I can speak. Maybe I'll be good. able to speak up there. Doing real good. Um, so we've got a ton of things that we're going to be doing with this, and we're going to love to have some feedback and some information on it. I was wondering though the jump the shark thing because if you don't know what jump the shark is, that's when Fonzie on Happy Days they went to L.A. and Fonzie jumped a shark on a water on a set of water skis, and it was pretty much decided that was when the show was reaching way too far and that <laughs> was the end of the show going which is why it's always been called Jump the Shark <laughs> or like when the Brady Bunch when the Brady Bunch went to Hawaii did you watch that? No. You never watched the Brady Bunch? I never no not really. Oh my god. I mean I know enough about the Brady Bunch and I've seen like episodes of it but I didn't religiously watch the oh, Brady man. Bunch. Oh man no. And I think it was a little before my time though. Well it's before my time too. Well, I know it's before, it's before everybody's your time. time. I was wondering why you're watching it. I don't think you it. understand how television works. You don't have to watch it live when it happens. I mean, you can see it afterwards. No, because I have like the shows I, I grew up watching, like The Wonder Years or um, Life Goes On, those kind of things. Like I didn't. You never watched anything before that ever aired on television before you were born. Mm, I watched like Star Trek. Well, yeah. See, so there we go. Okay. So that's in syndication. Well, okay. Country television, you only get a choice of uh, like three channels. So it's whatever's on those channels. And Brady Bunch was real popular on KPTV. So that's what we watched. That was what was on on reruns. And so. Um, so I would watch that, but there's, uh, there's a whole season of the Brady Bunch or not a season, but there's like a three episode arc where they go to Hawaii and the whole, the whole Brady Bunch goes to Hawaii. It's super cheesy. Greg Brady starts surfing and, uh, and then they find a, um, like a tiki, like a, a tiki statue thing. Like a mask thing? No, not like a mask, but like a little statue, like a little, uh, idol, like a tiki idol. And they find one in a cave, I think it is, and they pick it up and they bring it back to the to the hotel, to the mainland to the ho- no to the hotel where they're staying. And then, of course, it was cursed because it was a tiki idol they took out of a cave. I'm sure there's extremely some probably very racist undertones to this. I bet um, not on per well, yeah, I'm sure there were. So anyway, they took a tiki idol back to the hotel room, and then because it was cursed, there was a spoilers. Whoa, a giant Greg! Tarantula, whoa, whoa, whoa! A giant tarantula shows up and crawls onto Peter Brady while he's sleeping and terrifies him, and there's all sorts of bad things Does it that kill happen. him? And then he doesn't die. Spoilers, spoiler two, he doesn't die. I think this was released in like 1977 or something. I don't know. Um, so he doesn't die. But also, Greg Brady, he takes a tumble. 
tucks a tumble while he's surfing, and they trace it all back, it's because they took the damn tiki idol, and they weren't supposed to be. You doing are not that. supposed to remove idols from where they're. Well, where they and come they from. learned their lesson, and they, uh, they believe they returned it. They got it back to there. There was a whole series of misadventures that happened. However, that was kind of like jumping the shark. So we already learned our first lesson about Hawaii: is if we find an ancient artifact, do not take it and leave it where it was. Yeah, leave it. The, leave it there. Rule do one: not touch We've that. already we, uh, only a month to go, and we already know our first rule of Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 1972. Mm. That's, yeah, that's definitely a long time ago. Um, I mean, I, I'm saying that's kind of part of it, too. So I'm worried that we're following that line by going to Hawaii. I don't think we are. I think we're okay. I don't, I mean, like podcasters in Hawaii, this is like, yeah, it, doesn't, it seems like something thing. new and different. Like, because you don't think of like two like nerds sitting here in a room in Portland, and then we're going to Hawaii. Yeah. It's a tropical adventure. It's a tropical adventure. So it's it's. I FBI. just picture us with like sun hats and like zinc on our noses and being like, oh, it's really <laughs> hot here. Wow. Yeah. Misadventures. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. So, so it's Fun Employment Radio goes tropical. And you were, we were trying to come up with names for it. Well, and I was telling you, series. I was telling you because when, I'm, when we're going to Hawaii, you know what? I am committing to this. We had Operation Hot Summer a few a, a couple of years ago where I was just like fully committed to like eating healthier and, and you know, exercising a lot. I didn't fully commit. I'm fully <laughs> committing now. Starting today. Starting today. One month oh, today. Oh, okay. Wait. Let's just make sure. Okay. We got this recording. Get yes, this recording. This Get this recording. Yeah, this is recording. Let's hear, your, let's hear your declaration. I am off the macaroni and cheese. I am not going to have any macaroni and cheese. For this next month, until after I get back from Hawaii, I'm going to be. You're not having any mac and cheese. I am going to drive as little as possible. Since I've made this decision, I have ridden my bike all weekend long. Unless I have to do something like drop something off or like get something bigger, like I have to, like I have to use my car for. Uh I am going to ride my bike everywhere. I have full, I have tires full of air. I have a helmet. I have, uh, you know, brand new batteries in my lights. I have no excuse not to ride my bike. I'm going to ride my bike up. So, so to understand your declarations, there is no mac and cheese for a month. Yes. Zero. No form of mac and cheese at all, including weekends, including if you go out and have some drinks, no mac and cheese for one month. Uh, do you understand what you're I get a to? cheat day. All right. So I'll get okay, like, okay. Right. So like, so like once I, I won't have it more than once a week and it won't be like a big portion. Okay. So now we've gone to no mac and cheese for a month to no more than once a week. This is, this is a pretty big drop off. We just, that was right not, there. that means like I'll have it four times in a month as opposed to like 20 <laughs> Well, compared to zero. I mean, that's a pretty big step up. Okay. So no more than once a week. Cause I have to have a cheat day. Okay. So you have, <laughs> I don't know if that's how that works. So you have a cheat day once a week. Yeah, Where, that's what, how it eat, works. Just, you can't do it like... You just gorge yourself on mac and cheese no, all day? No, I don't day, gorge or? myself, but I'm saying... You like a big like, vat of it or something? Yes, or like, I, I eat from my trough. <laughs> I eat from my <laughs> mac and cheese trough. That's what I do. <laughs> so so, so what, how much mac and cheese do you eat on this cheat day? What else do you do on a cheat day? That's Because I'm, 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 I'll follow you with this. I mean, mac and cheese isn't a problem for me. I can go without eating it. All right, how about burritos for you? Oh, that's a big problem. I don't know <laughs> if that's possible. I, quite honestly, I don't know if I could go a month without eating a burrito. That's that's just asking yeah. too much. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. I don't think you could do it. It's not burritos aren't that bad for you. Mm-hmm. It all depends on how much cheese you put in there or, you know, if it's just good lean meat and beans. All right. Ben, who is uh, quite a slender man, says just rock V8 and protein shakes, no solid food. Oh, God, that would be a nightmare. I, You know, Greg knows what I'm like when I don't <laughs> eat. Yeah, no, you've got to make sure you eat. I'll eat, but I, uh, but I went shopping this weekend. I have lots of vegetables. I have, like, uh, got a lot of turkey meatballs. <laughs> which are delightful. Um, some some organic brown rice. 
Okay. All right. I'm just going to try. I'm not, I'll am not. i never be able to fully go, you know, like when people eat their fancy salads and like the quinoa or whatever it is. Quinoa? Is that what I say? Quinoa. <laughs> <laughs> quinoa or whatever it how is do you, you do. How do you say it? Quinoa. Isn't that how you say it? Quinoa? I thought that's how you say it. Is that it. The, how you pronounce the quinoa? I believe that's how you pronounce it. Okay. Well, now that you're saying it, now I'm now I'm starting to question it, but I, I think it's, yeah, quinoa. It's like the little... Well, yeah. Healthy balls. Q U I N O A. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm saying it right. Quinoa. Yeah. Quinoa. Quinoa. <laughs> Y'all have any of that quinoa back there? I'm off the mac and cheese for a while. I'm trying to substitute with some healthy quinoa. <laughs> you got some. Yeah, Why don't quinoa. they just sell, spell it quinoa? Why does it have to be <laughs> some quinoa and some lettuce, please? I don't know. That's just how it's spelled. I mean, I, I'm just. Why, uh, why just spell it. it like that? That's not. It's not right. <laughs> okay, it's being noted in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you're a live subscriber to the network, you can tune in there, and uh, and you get to hear the show live. You get to comment. You get exclusive things in the archives, all kinds of stuff, and you support us, which we really appreciate. Uh, Rick says, Sarah once said the most effective diet she ever did was vodka and chicken strips. That's true. I'm off the vodka now, though. <laughs> but um, I do enjoy chicken. I don't really even like chicken strips. I'm really on the turkey meatballs right now. Okay, that's what you're obsessed with. You become obsessed with things, and that's all you eat for like three, four days straight, sometimes longer. And then I burn myself out, and I won't. And then yep. you're sick of them, and mm-hmm. then you won't eat them. Mm-hmm. So how how long do you think this is going to last on the turkey meatballs? And is that really healthy? I mean, I suppose it's better than— That's a two-part question. I mean, I suppose it's better than pork meatballs. But... I mean, I believe it is. I mean, it's just ground Trader Joe's turkey balls. Yeah. I mean, I'm not disputing. I'm, I would eat them. And fresh quinoa. <laughs> and fresh quinoa. Quinoa. <laughs> All right, so, <laughs> so like seriously, I can't be the last? only person that thinks it's pronounced quinoa. Like, I've always heard of quinoa. I didn't realize that that was the same thing. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just thought it was quinoa. I mean, I, I don't. I don't particularly order that very often. So, um, I, I guess it's not something I've really spent that uh, much in, time thinking in the about. Chat it's saying, I accidentally lost a lot of weight eating pretty much chicken strips and paps every night. <laughs> <laughs> The chicken strip diet. No, I'm saying that I'm doing my diet. Chicken yeah, strips. It's going to be Operation Hot Hawaii. So it's starting today. Hot Hawaii. Hot Hawaii. Okay. Or Hot Hawaii. Do you have to when you when you go to Hawaii? Okay, let me ask you this. And I'm not trying to be. I really don't know. When you go there, do you have to do the Hawaii? Hawaii. What? Hawaii. Why would you do that? Don't you have to do that like a hard like separate the two eyes? Hawaii. No, you're Hawaii. from Oregon. Well, I know I'm from Oregon, but I mean that's I'm trying to be. You know, I offensive? Wanna, no, I'm not trying to be uh, offensive. No, this is it. I'm trying not to be offensive. I think Todd goes to Hawaii a lot. I bet he can answer some of these questions for us. He's very, like, earthy. No, I think he was just in Hawaii, actually. I swear he, he was. It seems like he was. Um, so I bet he can answer some of these But he's, like, cool us. surfer guy. Are you going to try and be a cool surfer guy? Well, no, because You're going to be gonna eaten be by a shark in a second. Oh, no, I'm not. I, I may try surfing for one day. Oh, don't, oh, God. I will totally film that, everyone. What? I will totally film Greg attempting to... To ski, I, uh, to I go surf. I go boogie boarding in Isn't San that Diego. when you lay down on a flat like little kids boogie board? Yeah, pretty much. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I do that. I do that when I uh when I go down there. Um but, you know. Okay, I will absolutely 100% film that. Greg said that we were filming stuff and we totally are going to and with Greg's attempt at surfing, I get to film that, yeah? Well, yeah, I mean, if I decide to do that, I mean, that's one thing I don't want to scare do. you off. I think you should. It's your first time in Hawaii. Well, I don't want to get eaten by a It's clear. Shark. It's clear water. You could totally tell. Bef- like, You'll be able to know that it's coming and be able to scoot oh, out of God. the way. 
Not, we're not going to talk about my dream right now, but I had a terrifying dream that I was being chased by a shark last night. Ooh, that may be a bad sign. Well, anyway. Ooh. So it's, uh, yeah, maybe I'll go surfing. Maybe, maybe I will psychic. be a cool surfing guy. You know, because I'd like to blend in, you know, with everybody that's there and like blend in with the locals and, you know, hang out, do the hang loose sign, right? Don't I do that when I go over there? Like hang loose. No. Yeah, that's not, isn't that And what I don't think you're going to gonna do? blend in with the locals. You're just I like, probably we're, am not going to blend in with the locals. We're pasty white kids from Climb Port, a palm from tree and grab a coconut. Uh, is that how that works? Coconuts on palm trees? Boy, I am really, I am really ignorant about Hawaii. I've never been to Hawaii. I'm sorry. Wait. You're always calling me stupid, and you don't know that coconuts grow on palm trees? Well, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I don't think he was joking. I don't think he was joking. Don't they grow on a coconut tree? Not a palm tree? I mean, I'm not... Right? It's on a coconut tree. I suppose a coconut tree is a palm tree, a kind of palm, but... What? Yeah, a coconut tree. It's a palm tree. Well, it's a okay, coconut, it's a palm, coconut tree. palm. But there's a difference between like a palm tree in Southern California and a coconut palm tree. I mean, there's a difference between those two. Mm-hmm. That's like saying you go down to to San Diego and you walk around. Oh yeah, there's coconuts on all those trees. There's not coconuts on those. Those are palm trees. Yes. I don't understand how you're being confused by this. I'm not confused by it. There are palm trees with coconuts, and there are palm trees without coconuts. Well, okay. There we go. (laughs) Well, then everybody's right. Uh, But anyway, so that's something I could do. Yeah, there's definitely just some different possibilities. But uh, the main thing is we'll be there, and we're very excited. So we do want to hear some suggestions. We've got a whole bunch of things that we're going to be doing with this, kind of leading up to it and talking about it. So, so far, the names that we've got, uh, Operation Hot Hawaii, that's the one you I like Operation Hot Hawaii, but I also like Operation Hot Hawaii. Because it kind of flows a little bit. Operation Hot Hawaii. And it's like, I don't oh. know. See, I like more like Fun Employment Radio Tropical or Fun Employment Radio No, I was talking. Well, for me, I was talking. Beaches. Oh, that's such a good movie. No, oh, it makes me cry mind. every no, time. I don't, no, I don't want to do that movie. But I mean, what do we call this series? We need, we need to have this series. Couldn't, shouldn't we just call it like Jumps the Shark? Fun Employment Radio Jumps the Shark? Uh, yeah, we could. I mean, that's. People aren't going to take it literally, Greg. No, I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to think of names. That's a possibility. <laughs> but I'm playing radio whiter than sand. Whiter than sand, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, just to recap, Vicky in the chat is asking, we're leaving on, we'll be there one month from today, December 7th. So uh, Fun Employment Radio will be in Hawaii for about f- five, six days, at least as far as recording time. We'll, we'll have some shows going up during mm-hmm. then, do some videos. We've got a bunch of things that we're, we're planning. I'm trying to think of like a pun with like beached whales. But like, <laughs> you want to call us beached whales? I mean, we're self degrading on this show. I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> Hopeless and beached, fun employment radio. <laughs> Giving up on life, fun employment radio. Like, no, I don't want to be that. <laughs> God. That's <laughs> trying to think like, <laughs> I mean, I have a little bit of self respect. <laughs> what about like beached fun employment radios beached tails? Oh my god! Because <laughs> we'll be telling stories. No, no, that is beached so bad. Tails. That is so horrible. Because <laughs> if we did that, then you'd have to have a cheesy album cover where it's like me in a Hawaiian shirt and a lay, and like you'd have to have like a coconut skirt or, or like not coconut skirt, but a <laughs> coconut bra and like a skirt. And then we'd have an, our own album cover for that. No, Beached Tales is not going to be not going to be the one. Um, uh, let's see uh, a, a couple of things in the chat. Uh, Hallie's do Hawaii. 
Because Hallie's is what white people are called, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, F.E.R. Poycast. Uh, Ride the Dolphin Tour. Because it sounds sexual, too. Um, let's see. Tails, tails. Okay, yeah. There's, so there's a few different things we could we could do with this. We do want some more names, though. I want to I wanna have some names so we can vote on this. Wait, so is it going to be like a special edition? Like, um, yeah, it's our like special when Saved series. by the Bell did it when they were like, you know, the summer beach edition? Exactly, yeah. Okay, but this is going to be like, like our Hawaiian... Yeah, it's like when the Bradys go to, go to Hawaii, when Fonzie jumps the shark. You know, anytime... Because that's the th- sign of any series. It's not a good sign. When they have to do the uh, tropical vacation Well, because they have to do it to keep it interesting. Yeah, so that's, you know... But we're not doing that to keep it interesting, are we? No, we're not, but I want it, don't want it to seem that way. <laughs> I mean, I'm really excited, honestly, because I want to do more stuff excited. on the road. So this is perfect for us. And, and we're, we're going to be working, but uh, <laughs> we got to come up with, with a cool, catchy name. Okay, well, I think we need thinking. a catchy name. I'll keep thinking. Fun Operation Employment Radio. Hotline, Fun Employment Radio, Tropical Nights. <gasps> Ooh, kind of like Baywatch Nights? Could be. But we have to solve crimes then when we're there. Oh, I'll solve some crimes mm-hmm. while I'm over there. Some murder I could be, mysteries. See, and this is a perfect opportunity for the country PI for my alter ego as the country private investigator. When I go on the road, you know, and and we've talked about this before because I grew up in the country. Here in the city, my country eyes can see things city people can't. When I go there, sounds like you're a raccoon. I can or help uh, people on Kauai solve uh, solve problems because I'll be like, hey, hey, everybody here in Kauai who lives here, I'm a tourist. Coming into town, let me take a look at what's going on here. Let me see if my uh, I'm from the Oregon I'm an outsider can see what's going on in this tropical. Don't call them your Oregon country eyes. My Oregon country eyes. Uh, Nobody's gonna want to talk to us. Ooh, like, another good one. Hawaii five oh three. Oh, that's it. That that's not bad. Is that is not not bad. That is amazing. I wonder if that's taken. That sounds like it would be the name of a restaurant here in Portland or something, Hawaii Five O Three, because that's that's good. Are that's you looking good. it up? Uh, Hawaii Five. There's a, yep. There's a beer. The Hawaii Five O Three. Okay. There's a burger at Slow Burger named the Hawaii Five O Three. Let's see. Ooh, that's that's not bad. That's mm. not bad. I, th- I see a few things that have it going on, but uh, okay. But like more along those lines. That was really good. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay, so I'm yeah, still sticking with beach tails, but. Beach Tales is not going to be it. I'm going to tell you that. That is out of the running. We're not calling our show Beach Tales. Oh. We're on the beach, and then we'll be telling tales about Hawaii. Oh, no. No, no, no. No. Beach Tales. God. I mean, I'm all about self-deprecating. I'm not going that far, though. And then just uh, us, like, laying, like, our disgustingly white bodies laying on the sand. Wow! Like, Thanks, Greg. Well, oh, we are white. There, we do, disgustingly much... white. That's how you just described me. Well, oh, you're calling our show "Beach to Tales." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're going down that road. All right. Anyway, there's a lot of different things that we could do with this. We are very excited about it, though, and it is going to be one month from today. Fun one Radio month from today goes to Hawaii, where we'll be putting up some shows. We'll be recording some stuff at the airport. And we're going to have some video that's going along with this. We're, we're going to make a big deal about this. It's going to be a lot of fun. And it's kind of a kind of a sign of some things to come. Well, we do have other stuff that's happening before then, particularly we this week. Indeed. I'm so excited about which I hope everyone can come because this is going to be our first one of the winter. Indeed. Slash fall. Is it, is it winter? It's no, winter, isn't no, it? No, it's fall. It's still fall? Yeah, it's fall. All right. Yeah. Of course, we are having our first... Of the year. Our first bingo night. Bingo night. Yes. So that's happening this Thursday. This is Thursday, November 10th. November 10th. 
Um, if the world has not exploded. Right. November, it, or even if it has, it's a good time to go and have has. some drinks. Whatever happens on Tuesday, uh, November 8th, it'll be a good reason to go drink mm-hmm. on Thursday, November 10th. Yeah, so, so I, like you can finally get over your hangover from that Tuesday, and then you can kind of come back in, be around people, have some fun. Have some drinks, win some prizes. Yes. So it's Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night, and that is this coming Thursday, November 10th at the Landmark Saloon. So we would love to see as many people come down as possible. It is a lot of fun, and it starts – sign-up starts at 6 p.m. It's free to play, and then we'll start playing at 6.30. So we suggest getting there by 6, and that way you can get yourself a table. No matter what the weather is, the great thing about Landmark is it's all covered outside and heated. So there's pl- there's plenty of – you can be outdoors, even if it's raining, and you'll still be warm and dry, and it's kind of the best of all worlds. So it's a ton of fun with that. And we're going to be sponsored by Not Your Father's Vanilla Cream Ale from Small Town Brewing. Which is awesome, which is a new product that they have, and we've sampled it, and it's really, really yeah, good. it's really good. So yeah. it's Not Your Father's Vanilla Cream Ale. And then on top of that, we also have another special sponsor with this one, and that is Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. So it's Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey and Not Your Father's Vanilla Cream Ale, and they'll be the co-sponsors. So those will be available out there at the Shack Bar at Landmark Saloon. We're going to be playing bingo. We've got great prizes from Asylum on the corner of 39th and Hawthorne. And Asylum is, of course, a longtime sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. They are wonderful. The prizes are amazing. And we've got all those there that will be given away. So it's just free to play. Like bingo's it, fun. Bingo's fun, and it really does support us a lot when you come out. So if you just come on out and uh, hang out, have a couple drinks if you so desire to. Hang out to. with us. Um, they've got great food as well. Hang out with us, play some bingo, and and it supports our show. They have really good macaroni and cheese. They do have macaroni and cheese, but you can't eat that unless mm. that's that's your cheat day. Could be. Yeah. Okay. How many cheat days are you allowing yourself a week? Just the one. I told you. One on a calendar. Like, how does this week start? Like Monday through Sunday. Monday through Sunday. So mm-hmm. including the weekends. Hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. That's what you're saying. That's what I'm doing. I don't believe it. Okay. All right. We should probably take a break because I believe our guest will be here any minute. And that is Mr. Todd Armstrong joining us here on Fun Employment Radio. So we're going to take a pause. We'll be back in just a second with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I, I think that Kevin Heffernan messed up on the name of the show. He, he kind of yeah. muffed it there, and I, I feel like up, he yeah. could have used a take two. Yeah, just like in the movies, his first, <laughs> his first takes are really lousy. <laughs> Hi, this is Jay Chandrasekhar from Super Troopers, and you're listening to Sarah and Greg on Fun Employment Radio. Who wants a mustache ride? Mic drop. That's how pro Mike does drop. it. <laughs> Jay Chandrasekhar, and I do want to say... That guy is still like one of the coolest people we've ever met. I he think. really is. <laughs> and I do want to give a big thank you to uh, Kevin Heffernan and Steve Lemmy from last Friday's show because we went and saw... Well, they were on our show on Friday, and then we went and saw their show at Helium Comedy Club, and they were great. They're oh, yeah, they so were funny. Awesome. They're so nice. Yeah, we ended up hanging out with them for a while, and they uh, I highly suggest going to see them where, wherever you can. Wherever. They're they're a good time. Wherever you can. Those boys are fun. (laughs) So there we go. Uh, Also, so uh, programming note for today's show. Uh, Todd is not going to make it down today. He, uh, there. I guess there's some kind of big power outage that's going on downtown. Thankfully not affecting us yet because we're on the east side of Portland. It has begun. 
Yeah, I don't know. So I don't even know what's going on with it. But I did just see there is a report, some kind of power outage. So screwed a bunch of things up. So uh, he's going to join us on Wednesday this week instead. Awesome. So, which is great. So, yeah. And he's got a show that night anyway, so it actually works out perfectly. Perfect. So we'll, we'll see Todd then. Todd is fantastic. Todd Armstrong. Um, all right. But we, we do have some more time now. I to do, do have some world of crazy. Some world of crazy. <laughs> Unemployment Radio. Hot beaches. Hot beach nights. No. Hot beach nights? Soaking up the sun? No, Hot that's not good. Hot beach nights just sounds uncomfortable. Okay. Hot beach Sandy nights. Sandy bottoms? Ew. <laughs> radio. Sandy bottoms. See, I'm, just, I'm trying to think of like how we can have like a kooky like, picture promoting it. What, is it going to be both of us with sand on our butts? Oh, God, like, that's so, like, oh, oh God. that hurts. It's so I fucking know. cheesy. Oh, that hurts me just thinking about that. But yeah, maybe we need to do that. What if maybe we, we should it, shoot a calendar while we're over there? Right, well, there are lots of like shells and things. Why don't we call it Fun Employment Radio Shellfish? What is that? Because we're on vacation, so we're feeling shellfish. But it's like a pun. Oh, God. You are usually on top of it with your puns. This is... Oh, this is cringe-inducing. Oh, man. I mean, you and Keelan are like two of the best pun people I know as far as coming up with on-the-fly puns, but when either of you are off, you're really off. It's like... I mean, you're usually, like, top-notch, but... Sandy Bottoms. I'm sorry, yeah, you're so much better than me. (laughs) Jesus Christ. That's the worst one. See, when you come up with something marketing genius like that... That's the worst one. Sandy Bottoms. I can already see the cover, like, us going... Yeah, you have to look around behind at the camera. And you're like covering your mouth like, ooh, Uh I sat in sand. No, and I'm going to, I'll look around at the camera and I'll do kind of a, oh my gosh, not again. All right, well, here, let's workshop this really quick. So we're thinking about a name for it. So we're, uh, you know, we're kooky Portlanders going to Hawaii. We're pale. (laughs) Edward said there has to be a picture of Greg on the beach with a sand lady's body. You know, where I'm buried in sand and it's a sand lady's body. Yes, we're going to be a mer lady. Yo, yes, we've got to do a mer lady. Mm -hmm. We've got to do all the cheesy stuff. Um... I have to have the lays all the time. That's what, you what call about this, right? fun employment radio murmurs from Hawaii, and then we both have like oh, mermaid God, bodies Sarah. with him mermaid it's, bodies. It's painful. It is instead painful. of murmur like M U R, it's M E R. Like no, I got it. For, for, short for mermaid. I got it. Yeah. <sighs> oh. We could do mermaids, and we could be like fun employment radio mermaid in Oregon. What does that On have to do with Hawaii? vacation in Hawaii. <laughs> well, you you got to put it in parentheses and explain it afterwards. Mermaid in Oregon. Mermaid in Oregon. In parentheses. <sighs> but currently vacationing in Hawaii. End parentheses. Yeah, that's, that's genius marketing mm. right there. I think that's... Oh... How about we could be, it could be like, you know, since we're a comedy podcast. You're taking like, the fun out of, now I'm not even excited. It could be like Fun Employment ra- Radio, Cocoa Nutty. And then you could be drinking from a coconut and like we could, and I'll be holding coconuts in front of my hoops. Like. Sarah just gave a look where she's doing the, uh, oh my gosh, what's happening kind of look. If you can picture what that is. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever could. I mean, I. Oh my gosh, what's happening, what's happening right now? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think, I think we still need to work. Luckily, we've got some time to get this figured out. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. <laughs> yes, Mr. Jakey. You're still going to call yourself a comedy podcast after those puns? <laughs> That's true. 
<laughs> Jumping the shark may be the only thing to save us at this point. <gasps> oh my god! What if you dress as Pee Wee Herman and we could call you Pee Wee Merman? <laughs> but you have like you know you have like your bow tie, and, but we dress you like a merman on the bottom half of you, and we'll call you. It'll be like live from Hawaii, Pee Wee Merman. <sighs> that sounds like somebody who's go- trying way too hard with Halloween costumes, doing the combo thing. I think it's kind of clever. There has to have been someone who's dressed as Pee Wee Merman at some point. It's it's not it's not a bad combo costume. You just said that it was a bad combo costume. No, it's a bad name for a show. Pee Wee Merman. No, no, all right. Let's just. But it has to be more like underwatery. Okay, let's let's take put a pin in it and we'll do some world of crazy and come back to this. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stillen. Welcome. To my world of crazy. Crazy. First up out of South Carolina, Rock Hill, to be more specific. Police in Rock Hill have arrested a man after they say he called 911 multiple times harassing dispatchers and asking nonsense questions. What were his nonsense questions? I'm so glad you asked me, Greg. Uh, police say that John Dargan Barron, 69 years young, first called 911 after 11 p.m. this past weekend. Asking the dispatcher how many legs an octopus had. He's very confused. When officers arrived at his home, they found Baron to be intoxicated hey. and warned him not to call 911 again unless it was for an emergency. Was and he... they did inform him that an octopus does indeed have eight legs. Was, it... About... was he trying to use it like some kind of Google service? Like calling up there, hey, hey there, how many? Oh my God, that's like my parents talking to their phones. Okay, Google. Okay, Google. Well, technically, they don't have legs. They have tentacles, by the way. About 30 minutes later, officers were again dispatched to John Dergen Barron's home. When again, he called 911, this time not about octopuses, but this time asking if the Russian alphabet was the same as the English alphabet. Well, no, it's Cyrillic. Well, when officers arrived, I'm sure when officers arrived. Now I want this guy to call me and I'll answer his questions. Barron's home. Please say what he else? was not wearing any pants. <laughs> Officers helped John Dargan Barron get dressed and placed him under arrest. Now, officers say that John Dargan Barron was verbally abusive toward the officers and offered passive resistance before refusing to get into the back of the police cruiser, despite being clearly physically able to do so. Now, uh, when the officers took John Dargan Barron to police headquarters, he refused to get out of the car, telling officers that he couldn't get out because he was stuck in the back seat. Well, they were able to swiftly remove him, and he was charged with violation of the 911 statute and resisting police. <laughs> what kind of letters do Russians spell with? <laughs> They're the same as them, they're American letters. <laughs> I'm surprised he said English and not American. It just seems like something that someone would say American like, like Yeah, I, I do. I kind of want to answer his questions. I want to know what else he wants to know. And like, what was the You want to be John Dargan Barron's 911, like personal his 911. Google. Yeah, I want to be his Google. I want to be his 411. So he can call me and be like, Greg, how many legs an octopus have? And then I just want to know like how he got to that. Like what led him to be concerned about No, it's how many not your concern have. to try and like figure out where the question came from. It's your well, concern to answer the question. How did he get from an octopus to the to Russian, Russian language? Alphabet? I yeah, don't know. Like what what were the connectors that led to that? Like that's what I want to know. And then why why were his pants off? All these questions. It's a lot of I have a lot of questions for him. So maybe you can answer a question for him if he answers one for you. Question for question. We'll go back and forth. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
I think that sounds like an excellent idea. I'm fine with it. Sorry, I was disturbed for a second there. Just by, I, know, I know we keep talking about the live chat, but it is wonderful. Uh, $6.99 a month. The first week is free. Uh, Rick Rutherford posted a uh, photo that's quite disturbing. And it is a... I'm right-clicking and saving for our show picture. For so today. disturbing. It is a... Well, you'll have to go to... Uh, I'll tell you what. Here's the tease. You have to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on this episode link to see the, to see the picture. It's safe for work. But it's not right. <laughs> Just because it's safe doesn't mean it's right. It's my head dubbed onto something. Yeah, right. the face it fits really well in that hole. Okay. Next up, out of Tampa, Florida. Yes, indeed. The Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office is searching for a pair of Florida suspects who say were able to take off with almost 300 bottles of nail polish from Florida. What's wrong with that? Walmart. Walmart. Deputies say the suspects walked out of Walmart with 276 bottles of nail polish. That's a lot of nail polish. That is a lot of nail polish. Now you're a fan of makeup and nail polish. Not and those really kinds nail polish. I have like I don't have good nails, so I mean I don't really care about the nail polish. Oh, I mean so I have a lot of nail polish for you. No, I mean what if it was blush? 276 blushes. Lipsticks. 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 Would you do that if you thought you could get away with it? And skincare products. No, I had a friend who was like a super goody-goody, and like she was uh, like a straight-A student, churchgoer, everything. But for some reason, she she was a klepto when it came to makeup. She would just steal. Like I remember, her name was Mary, and her name was Sarah. No, or no, I was. I mean, I was always, Mara. Her name was Mary. No, I was always too much of a wimp to steal stuff. Yeah. Um. No, but Mary, like she was just like this really sweet girl, and I I saw her one day. We were at the Kmart where I lived, uh, in the small town that I lived in, and yeah, and she. Sure enough, I saw her like stick a um, like a lip liner into like into her shirt sleeve, like into her sweatshirt sleeve. I just keep shopping and didn't say anything. She would just like slowly steal little bits of makeup and got away with it. Wow. Yeah. Well, this is a guy and a girl though, so they both have equal love for the 276 bottles of nail polish. So the suspects What's are. What's the uh, going rate like on the street for a bottle of? Well, if you want to get like a, like a higher end. I'm mostly familiar with, like, you know, my Fred Meyer brands, for example, the ones that I see all the time. Like, yes. a higher brand We've heard one about your brands. is, like, Essie, and that goes, or, like, uh, OPI, which usually goes for anywhere from, like, 8 to $10. Okay, so higher-end nail polish is 8 to $10. But you can get, like, a Wet n' Wild nail polish for $0.99, cents, which is what I mostly look okay. toward. Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the suspects, it doesn't say what brands they were. The suspect uh, was a man <laughs> about 5 foot 7 inches tall. With a low fade hairstyle and goatee and a woman at about five feet four inches tall with short black hair, walked over to the cosmetics department and placed 276 bottles of nail polish one by one into a book bag. Wow, clearly you can steal anything from Walmart yeah, and get seriously. away with it. Because they did get away with it. They then, with their book bag full of almost 300 bottles of nail polish, left the store without paying for it, entered a maroon four-door sedan that was waiting for them outside, and then left the scene. Do you see anybody? trying to sell you some black market nail polish, <laughs> which I just thought it was cheese. Like it was cheese and meat. Yeah, and but now nail, it's polish nail polish now. Would you buy it? No, I would not buy black market nail polish. If it was sealed. No, I don't care that much about but Lipsticks, if they were sealed, maybe. You would buy black market lipstick. Probably. Absolutely. Yeah. I have bought black market lipstick. You have? Wait a minute. What's the story behind that? No, just like places where you can see where they've been extremely dis... Just... Extremely discounted. Okay. Um, quick side note. Just... Ah, never mind. Let's keep going. What? I'm apparently at the top of Google News right now. 
What? Why? Like my picture's at the top of Google News right now for technology. What? Somebody just sent me that. Sorry, I had to click on it. If you go to news.google.com and click on the technology link, it's my picture at the top. What? No way. I'm doing that right now. Yeah. News.google.com. I'm going to do this in real time, everybody. Real time. Real time. Real time. All right. I'm going to go. Then I go over to Sci slash tech. Yeah. Go to Sci no, slash. Not... <gasps> Holy shit. It is you. <laughs> oh, and you're wearing the same shirt you're wearing right now. Yeah, because it was this morning. Oh, that was from this morning. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You're a bona fide superstar. Yep. Trending. The world is coming I'm to trending. an end. Seriously, the power's all going No, that out. would be perfect. Is Greg that, is trending. Is that, this would be the time when I start trending where it actually happens, like something actually breaks for me, and then the world ends tomorrow. That would be how. That's exactly what's going to happen. This is a bad sign. This is, yeah, this is you. Yeah. This is your life. Mm-hmm. Pee Wee Merman's making the big time. Pee Wee Merman. <laughs> all right, speaking of the end of the world... Have a couple more stories. While most economists, retired generals, decent human beings, newspapers, former presidents, and American voters don't think that one Donald Trump should be president, he does have one backer that is coming to light. Yes, it is the backing of China's magical monkey king. <laughs> China's magical monkey king. There is a magical monkey king in China who is a monkey named Gita. A magical monkey who is a monkey. A magical monkey king who is a monkey named Gita. Magical monkey king Gita. A.K.A. the king of prophets has chosen Trump Wait, as the... Wait, he's the magical monkey king, A.K.A. the king of prophets. China's magical monkey king, A.K.A. king of prophets. Okay. Has chosen Donald Trump as the winner of the U.S. election by rejecting the banana nearest... The card, uh, the cardboard cutout of Hillary Clinton, and instead choosing the one on Trump's podium. So he Whoa. ate the banana. So the magical monkey king, aka the king of prophets, ate a banana off of the Donald Trump stand. Yes. Okay. So they're claiming that this is a, a psychic magical monkey king. Oh, so okay, wait. So he's a magical monkey king. Who's psychic? He's the king of prophets. Wait, king of. He's a prophet. Wait, but you said he was the king of. Prophets, King of Prophets, who's Not also P-R-O-F-I-T-S, P-R-O-P-H-E-T-S. Right, I assumed that's yeah. it. So he's a magical monkey king, a.k.a. the King of Prophets, who's also psychic on top of he it. He is Man, a psychic, this prophetic, this monkey, just monkey primate Kind of knocked king. it out of the park. He's got all the cards. He has so many things. Like when he was drawing like his monkey cards, he's like, okay, I'm going to be prophetic. I'm going to be psychic. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be magical. I'm going to be a king. Yeah, he's got a, got the whole thing. Not only am I going to be a king, I want to be the king of all prophets. King of all of them. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the the prophetic monkey king uh, from Cheyenne Lake Ecological Tourism Park uh, has a history of banana eating predictions. However, not so many of them actually come true. Okay, thank goodness. <laughs> yes. Right. Um, of course. Uh, yeah. So this is the magical monkey king is on. Donald Trump's side. However, going over to Scotland, so that was that's what's happening over in China. In Scotland, however, a okay. fortune-telling Billy Goat has also predicted what who the next president of the United States a will be. Scottish fortune-telling Billy Goat. A Scottish fortune-telling Billy Goat. Sweet is also coming up against China's magical monkey king. Oh, no. And is now saying, no, no, no. They know. 
who the actual U.S. president is going to be. Well, okay. an animal trainer by the name of Sue Zacharias has taught her three-year-old pedigree golden Guernsey, which is a type of billy goat, named Boots. So Boots, the golden Guernsey Scottish billy goat. That's really good, Greg. Who's also a fortune teller. No. Boots, the golden Guernsey fortune telling billy goat from yeah. Scotland. Yeah, that's what I said. Just Say it again. Order. Bootsy, Bootsy or Boots? Boots. Boots, the Golden Gersey, fortune-telling Scottish billy goat. Oh, that's perfect. Okay. I think that needs to be the name of this episode. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so Boots, who lives on a farm near Jedburgh, Roxburghshire, correctly foresaw the result of the Brexit vote uh, back in June. Also, a lot of different votes. It's, uh, he tends to be a very accurate Golden Gersey, fortune-telling Scottish. Ger- Gersey. Guernsey or Guernsey? Guernsey. There's Guernsey. an N in it. Yeah, okay. Guernsey. All right. Thank you. A fortune-telling billy goat. And now, Boots, the fortune-telling uh, telling billy goat, has predicted that one Hillary Clinton will finish ahead of Donald Trump in the race for U.S. president. Well, I'm going pro billy goat. Yeah. Well, his prediction method is uh, simple for the goat. He simply chooses from two pieces of paper, one with Trump, one with Clinton written on it, and whichever one he consumes... Is the one that is the winner. <laughs> he and eats he, paper. And he ate the paper with Hillary uh, Well, I mean, clearly, Boots knows what Boots is talking about. Yeah, so Boots is a very popular psychic goat. And oh. he's well known around the UK. There's some less popular psychic goats, I think. Yeah, so he's the most popular of the psychic goats. Okay. Um, so, Sue, who's his, uh, who's his owner, said, uh, we gave him two options to see who no, might wait, be the next president. Is this your Scottish US accent? President. I just want to make sure that I... He picked Clinton. I can't do a Scottish accent. He picked Clinton. Clinton. He has been correct in the the past almost all the time, so I definitely think his prediction may be popular in America. If there's a picture of Boots as well where uh, the billy goat is wearing a scarf, got a nice plaid scarf. And a little hat. Mm -hmm. And a little hat. I mean, this is just, this is all technicalities. Like, this is clearly 100% accurate. I mean, if Boots said... So now's the time, if you're stressing about tomorrow, you need to pick if you're going to get behind the Chinese magical monkey king or the Scottish fortune-telling billy goat. Who's to say? It's, it's a tough call, but I'm going billy goat. And finally, not only because Greg Nibbler is actually trending online for once, another sign that the apocalypse gonna end. is going to happen is because there is a mystery ping Coming from the Arctic seafloor yes. that nobody can identify, and it's spooking the wildlife. People are now asking, is it Cthulhu rising? No, it's not Cthulhu. It's probably the underwater uh, alien bases. A mysterious down there. ping or hum that seems to be coming from the Arctic seafloor has spooked wildlife in a remote part of northern Canada. So it's begun. Doesn't it seem like the apocalypse would start in a remote part of northern Canada? Yeah, yeah, that does kind of make yeah, sense. Yeah, that does make sense, doesn't it? The sound has been hear- heard in the Fury and Heckless Strait, located in the, God, I don't even know how to pronounce that region, about 75 miles from the Inuit community of Igloolik. Uh, it says, our, <laughs> I think I pronounced that right. Just, just running over. Our constituents, as well as hunters and boaters, have reported that the area in question is almost devoid of sea mammals and hunting has been poor in the area since the noises have begun. Uh-oh. The noise has prompted an investigation by the Canadian military, including a 90-minute survey of the area last week with aircraft aircraft equipped with multiple sensors. 
to try and sense where the noise is coming from. It was not able to detect where it was from. It's a Kraken, or it's aliens, or it's Russians. One or the other. The cause of the pings remains mired in mystery, military spokespeople tell the BBC. Now, the pinger hum was detected over the summer by a sailboat, but now it's increasing oh in sound. Oh, my. As, of course, as it gets closer to Election Day. Uh, theories include mining operations and military operations. Both organizations deny saying that they were operating anything in the sea at that particular time. So, of course, the leading theories on Twitter and everywhere else in the universe is that the end of the world is upon us. It makes sense. It just makes sense. So uh, something is waking up uh, just in time to wipe out uh, mankind and save us all from whatever's going to happen tomorrow. Yep. So there you have it. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. Crazy. Seriously, the weird noises coming from the remote northern region of Canada does not freak me out as much as you trending on Google does. Yeah. That's like, that is a sign of end times. Yeah. That's yep. not good. Right this second I am for Google Tech News. Let me see if I'm in the top stories. I don't know if I'm there. Mm-hmm. Well, if you are, it's definitely him. No. No, but right. <laughs> That's just weird. I mean, that happens. So for anybody who doesn't know, I work for digitaltrends.com as well. I do uh, some work for them. And so I film a lot of these DT daily videos where they have a daily video. And they'll have the, the topic of the day. But apparently, the, we guessed right on the topic of the day to trend. And, wow. then, uh, you know, and then I do some podcasts for them, too. So I do a lot of really cool things. It's a lot of fun working for them. But this is just kind of weird. I don't think my face has ever been on the trending section. Did you get a screen cap of it? Uh, well, that's what somebody sent me one. And that's why I took a look. I'm like, oh, holy shit, that's right. Yeah, I'll get a, I'll get a screen cap of it. I'll do that. I'll do that in real time right now. Because it's going to go away. It only trends for so oh, long. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, this is your moment. Your whole moment. life has led up Damn to this. Damn it. This is it, huh? This is all it was. This is what it feels like, Greg. Doesn't it feel great? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take my reward, which is a screen cap, so then I can post it someday and say, remember that one time? Remember that time I peaked? Remember that time? <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe we are jumping the shark in Hawaii. I don't know. I'm telling you, man. It's a weird time. It's a weird time to be alive right now. It sure is. Uh, make sure you vote, everybody. Mm. All right. So let's see. What, how much time do we have left here? Let me take a look at this. I do have a little, little bit of I'm trying ball to talk. See, okay, I'm a little bit of ball talk. Psychically figure out what you're trying to go to. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of ball talk, but I do have a little bit. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. So a couple of things just following up, and then we'll kind of wrap up talking about the Chicago Cubs. Because, uh, sorry, Cubs fans, now that you've won it, it's kind of it. <laughs> now what? <laughs> now you're just another another ordinary team. But a couple of things to wrap it up. Uh, Theo Epstein, of course, the architect behind the Chicago Cubs, breaking their 108-year championship drought. I guess after they got back to Wrigley Field, after winning it in Cleveland, he uh, he can write his ticket for whatever the hell he wants in Chicago for the rest of his life. He can do the same thing in Boston. Mm-hmm. Like He's king of Boston and Chicago now because he helped the Red Sox win for the first time in however, 100 years or whatever, and now he got the Cubs a championship for the first time in 108 years. So this guy, this guy's set. If he just for stays life. in those two cities, mm-hmm. yeah, he's fine. And I guess what he really wanted to do, because it was supposed to be the curse of the goat— that they broke in order to win the 108 year, you know, the, break the 108 year drought. Was it a psychic goat? 
I don't know if the goat original goat was psychic because it, it was you know boots? it was quite a long time ago. That okay. goat was in the forties, and I don't know the, remember the name of the goat. However, of course, the billy goat was broken, and so Theo Epstein decided to eat goat in the Wrigley outfield. He ordered <laughs> roasted goat, so they all dined on roasted goat in the outfield afterwards. That's kind of funny. That's kind of funny. All right, and uh, and one other thing too, because they did have their championship parade on Friday. This is pretty amazing. So the championship, it's estimated drew. 3.5 million people to the streets of Chicago to celebrate this championship. All gathered together um, while they had their parade and then a big presentation afterward. Wow. Which, coincidentally, is ranked as the seventh largest gathering of humanity of all time. Well, like a grouping of humans? In one place. <laughs> wow. Yep. The seventh largest like gathering, not like a city's population, but gathering of people in one place, 3.5 million, ranks as the seventh largest gathering in human history. That's... Which is crazy. That's how... It's just like a weird phrase to even hear. Yeah. Yeah. So they are number seven. They just... Um, some of the... Uh, let's see. I'll, I'll give you some of the other ones. So number six was a World Youth Day in 1995 that had five million. Uh, Papal Gathering in the Philippines was number five in 2015 with six million. Number one is the Kumbh Mela pilgrimage in India in 2013 drew 30 million people to one place. Whoa. 30 million people to one place. And there was the Arbane Festival. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. In Iraq in 2014 was 17 million. Most of them are in and then India. Let's see. Funeral of Ayatollah Khomeini. 10 million. Yeah, so it's mostly um, not here, but yeah, we did have that. So, Oh, 5 million, excuse me. It was 5 million people for the Chicago Cubs World Series celebration. I apologize. 3.5 million was the Rod Stewart concert in Brazil in 1994. Oh, of course it was. The Cubs World Series celebration drew 5 million people. How silly of you. Very silly. Um, Greg, you, I just wanted to let you know that you moved down. What? I'm not trending anymore? That you're was it? On, you're the third story now. Oh, that was my moment and that's gone? Mm-hmm. It was that quick. You're behind a really sad poaching story. Oh, wait, in technology? Mm-hmm. They have a poaching story in technology? No. Are you talking about, am I trending on the regular news? No, I'm looking at the size slash tech. I just refreshed Where's it. Where's size slash tech? And the Google. Technology. Are you on news.google.com? Oh, technology, let's see. Oh, no, you're still there. Yeah. Wait, so I'm trending on a different site, too? No, you're... You're the same site, just a different category. It was sci- uh, science slash tech. Oh. Okay, that's enough. All right. Just trying to soak up the fame here. Try not to let it go to my head. Um, moving on to Ball Talk. We've got this. LeBron James. Uh, talking about another list. LeBron James has moved into 10th place on the NBA's all-time scoring list, past- passing Hakeem Olajuwon. So he passed Hakeem Olajuwon. He is now number 10 all-time in the history of the NBA in scoring. Yay for him. Moving on. Finally in ball talk, we've got this. And it's kind of a follow-up about a story that we had last week. Now, there is a hotel in Oklahoma City that NBA players stay at. And this hotel is rumored to be haunted. And we had a tale last week of Meta World Peace of the NBA who stayed there and said that a ghost felt him all up oh, yeah. while he was watching TV, but he didn't want to get up and move because he was watching a good show. 
He didn't want to leave the hotel. I wish he would have specified what show. He did. He did specify. What was it? It was a George Clooney movie, and I forget what movie it was. Actually, I I think I still have it written down here. He was watching. Uh, he's watching Money Monster. I don't. I'm not familiar with that movie. I'm not either. It's a George Clooney one. I think it has might have Julia Roberts in it too. Apparently, that's a he's a big Clooney fan. Money Monster. Oh, it's a newer movie. Hmm. Okay. Well, anyway, there we go. That's the one. It was too good of a movie. He didn't want to get up, despite the fact that he was being molested by ghosts. Now we have another story coming out from NBA rookie by the name uh, an NBA rookie by the name of what's his name Justice Winslow. His first name is Justice. He's not an actual judge or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Justice Winslow, who's 20 years old, said that he was a place for the Miami Heat. They were in town to play at the Oklahoma City Thunder. And while he was taking his shower, the bathroom door began moving on its own. Dun, dun. He said, that really happened. And then, quote, I'm just trying to get through this trip as quickly as possible. I try and spend the least amount of time in my room. I go down, sit at the bar, get me something good to eat, watch TV, watch football. But I don't don't spend a lot of time in that room. He does not want to be in that room. So there we go. More ghost sightings in Oklahoma City. Would you stay at this hotel? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, well. There we go. All right, so there we go. Uh, Ghosts haunting NBA players in Oklahoma City. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oh, boy. All right, are we any closer to figuring out the name of our our Hawaiian adventure? I think we need people's help. I I think we need help. And here's something we could do. Maybe we do the hashtag F-E-R Hawaii. I like it. Hashtag F-E-R Hawaii. To send it to us on Twitter or Facebook or wherever. Let's try to let's try to use that. Sure. Maybe we can get that trending. I don't know if we need that trending, but F E R Hawaii. That would that way we can find him. Now and, you're getting greedy, Greg. No, I mean I know I'm I'm totally wow. it's gone to my head. This fame has gone to my head. Otherwise, I'm, I'm really stoked that you're trending on your other job and not you know this one. Well, that's a good thing. I, I mean I, it's a good thing. Mm. Still there. Still there right now. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We want to see you all on Thursday, November 10th. Thursday, November 10th. It'll be a good night, no matter what happens tomorrow. It'll be a good night to get out of the house and relax a little bit, because at least that part will be over. Exactly. So Thursday, November 10th, at the Landmark Thursday Saloon. Thursday will no longer be Tuesday. <laughs> yes. Come down and see us. We have the Small Town Brewings. Not Your Father's Vanilla Cream Ale and Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, both that will be there. So you can get those specials if you would like. They're sponsoring the show, which are sponsoring the the bingo night. So that's why it is free for all of you to come down and play. Just come on down, get there by about 6, so we can sign you up. We'll start play at 6.30, last a couple hours. So it's not like you're taking up your whole night or anything like that, but you can come down and have fun with us and hang out. It's a good time. It's It's a nice... It's a nice break on Thursday. You can win Thursday. stuff for free. That's, yeah, how much and, we, that's how much we love you guys. So. Yeah, it's free. Like, so show us your love right back by coming down and supporting please us. Please do. 4847 Southeast Division. Please come down and get the wonderful prices from Asylum. It's going to be really cool. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. Wednesday, we'll be joined by Todd Armstrong. Yes. Todd will. Todd's going to come back on Wednesday. Tomorrow? Maybe the Tomorrow end of the world. is what it is. Ooh, Rick Rutherford, Sun Employment. Oh, I kind of like that. Huh? Huh? 
You we'll soured on, on that really list. quick. You really soured we'll put it on, on that. Put on the list. I don't know. Well, we'll think about it. Yeah. We'll think about okay. it. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll that'll go on the list. So, uh, send them to us on Twitter, at Fun Imp Radio. Like us on Facebook. Send us an email, FunEmploymentRadio, gmail.com. All of those things. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>